Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Of the best here, Fletch is here. I am here. The great. No, oh, you're not. You're not here. <laughs> Your internet was no, like no. pretty you... okay for the first one we were on before. Oh Are you serious? It was. Here was How here was I your now? intro, Costa. Ready? It was what? <laughs> ep, ep. Oh. Okay. Do I need to switch to the phone? I don't know. Do is something. It, is it bad again? Just walk around. You sound God damn it. it was weird. You were fine on our pre-show meeting. Totally. It's okay. You're adorable. I know. You guys talk for a second. All right. Okay. Well, the tweet's almost out. So give me oh, two seconds. No one oh, even knows we're live. Allie, how's life? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, it was. I'm going to mute him. Yes, it's very loud over there. Okay, Costa's muted. <laughs> you make her like having a full-on conversation. How has this guy not figured it out yet, Allie? I don't know. He's not a but, dumb person. No, he's not. But he, it, it's not that he can't figure it out. It's that his house just doesn't have good Wi-Fi. I mean, it just doesn't. Oh, I hate to tell you this, Allie. Yours is, yours is acting up, too, now. Mine is? <laughs> No, not nearly as not like Costa's. That's odd. Okay, I... dork. How am I doing? Better? I mean, you're a little delayed, but it's not terrible. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. It, it, uh, okay, it was literally perfect when we were all talking, right? Yeah. And it's it was weird. better than normal. Your movements are very choppy. How about now? Yeah, you're a little choppy. Still choppy, but the the voice is okay. So we'll <laughs> stick with it. Can you give us another way? Hey, 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 what's going on, Bam Slam fam? Welcome to another edition of the Bam Slam podcast. Ali Rat Fletch. It's me, Mr. Choppy Costa. We hope you are having a good night, good day, wherever you are. We always appreciate you being along for this ride. And thanks to everybody at McGregor's Bar and Grill, where I was, I was last night. Oh, you didn't Megan, you gotta let went, me know when you go, man. Well, it was kind of spur of the moment. We went down and she had fish and chips. I had fish Dude. tacos and we just hung out and uh, that was it. We were, we were kind of feeling sorry for ourselves because Tope had been here for a week for Easter break and we had a lot of fun. And we, and we both got a little weepy. So that's what's Aww. up. How are you guys doing? You empty nesters, you. Uh, we're good over here, man. Uh, Bam Slam Pod. Costa yeah. said it. We're presented by McGregor's. Make sure to give us all a follow on Twitter at Bam Slam Pod for the podcast, at Fletch Sports, at the Lewis Costa, at Ali Rat. Where's my hand? There we go. Right there. Um, we want to share this with you as much as possible. And we all want to make the Bam Slam Pod as successful as possible. So, as much as you can do, please do go ahead, subscribe on YouTube, smash the like, 
do all the things. Let's talk some sports. Let's do it and and get down to McGregor's and show Ian and his uh, family and everyone who works there um, some love because we love them. All right, uh, are the Padres still? Are we allowed to talk about scores live? We just can't show anything, right? Yeah, we can't do play by play. I think as much as Ali is showing right now, the Padres is about as much as we can show. Yes. Okay, I've got it on, but I'm like you can't see. Even yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> you can't see the score. You can't see the outs. You're good to go. Uh, they're winning currently, two one. Nice. Okay. Works for me. I haven't really. Um... the ninth. Okay. I have to be honest with you. I haven't watched a lot. I haven't watched a lot. I haven't watched a lot of Padres baseball. I've been super busy with other stuff, unfortunately. But I really haven't. I have not had a, a time to sit down and you know sit through um, a full game. And I hate it because I love. Um, Dawn in, in mud, and I love the product I see on, on Bally's. But, I'd recommend uh, it because the games absolutely. have gotten a lot quicker. I mean, so quick, They're so quick, so fast. Like, if you forget the start time, like uh, some certain somebody, me, did today, like you'll turn it right. on and you're like, holy shit, it's the sixth inning already. Yeah. Yeah. But you know uh, what the best news is for the Padres? Someone who is on what? fire, at least tonight, Luis Campusano. Yeah, he is. Who has a pair of doubles, just another one. And um, Austin Noel has like one hit on the year. And so if they're looking to figure out catching position, mm-hmm. Gampy's been hitting. You yeah. think, uh, Al, you think? Well, the thing with Austin Nola is he's not, it, it's okay if he's not hitting, if he's just a stud catcher. Yeah. But I, I don't know that that's him right now. Yeah, I mean, the thing has always been Bob Melvin loves Austin Nola, but we don't necessarily think that the Padres front office agrees with that. Namely, one yeah. singular member of the Padres front office whose first name is two letters. So uh, I think Campusano might be getting more and more playing time throughout this season, especially if like it looks like he has some sort of relationship with Ryan Weathers. And we know Joe Musgrove doesn't mind throwing to him. So I think the longer this gets going, probably you Darvish sticks with Austin Nola because they seem to have a pretty good bond. Yeah, that, I don't know what it's going to look like for him. Yeah, but could it be? Could it be that Nola's whatever you want to call it slow start is also because of the the broken nose and him trying to get past that a little bit? Could be. Could be. Yeah. I mean, he did break his face open in spring training. Yeah. Okay. And the pitch, the pitch clock too. I think yeah. is messing just so a little bit. Uh, so I mean, players across the league, not just Padres. I mean, I think just in general, it's been a big adjustment, especially for guys that have been playing longer. You know, it's just, it's one thing about baseball. There's, and I know some people are loving it with the shorter games. I don't personally love it. And I'm not like this big baseball traditionalist, but I do Mm -hmm. think that was kind of the cool thing. It was the one sport where there wasn't a time constraint in any way. Now there is, I don't know. Uh, Personally, I won't be surprised if they add time. God, I love the pitch clock so much. Like, it, it's so selfish because, like, later start games, <laughs> like, I got a bedtime, man. Um, and so later start games finishing up before nine o'clock. Yeah, oh. but you know when you won't love it when you go to a game. You're probably right, but the Padres didn't give me a press pass, so I, I don't plan on going to any games. I'm not spending money on them. That is Sorry. still so fu- that is so fucked up. I swear it's- to God, man, I cannot. I cannot. And let me see if I can. I can. Oh no, we I mean we could just text Peter, but yeah. I don't really want to do that. I don't know. Well, you know what? I will say this 760 has the greatest Padres wrap-up show. Um, you get I swear to God, 
I'll put that up against any other networks, uh, pre or post game show with John and Jim. They he didn't get so passes much- either. <clears throat> <laughs> Wait, oh, that's right, that's right. Just, just Darren and Marty. Mm-hmm. Oh, shocker! Oh, okay. I'm. Whatever the decision was made is the decision that was made. What? Okay, never mind. We're not going to be very politically correct here. There you go. We're we're not going to get down in the weeds until we have more uh, have more as as far as the uh, the story is concerned. Um, yeah, Allison, I think there is some there is something to these guys getting used to the the pitch clock and this kind of I don't want to call it frantic or frenetic, you know, uh, at bat, but. It's got to be unsettling. You've been doing this for how long? Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, get back in here. Let's go. And you're, oh, 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 you know, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think really for guys like uh, Soto and Manny are two guys who really, yeah, what just happened? (laughs) Oh, Oh, I'm not live. I'm behind you a little bit. Damn it. Wow. (laughs) I think can't do play by play. I'm not doing a play by play, but I'll just say that was a crush. Was it a Zokar? No. You can Damn. say who it, you can just say who the player is. Zan- talking about. It was San Diego. Oh, it was old Xander, wasn't it? Oh, really? I'm like 30 seconds behind you. That sucks. Yeah. I guess Another illegal one. streaming is bad. Yeah. Uh, did, but, he do, did he do something by himself? No, yeah, two run well, shot. Two run, yeah. That's ball game. Um, what I was going to say is like for guys like Soto and Manny, who really in the past, like a lot of their success comes from dominating the batter's box and dominating the pace at which a pitcher throws, Mm -hmm. because you can really control that kind of stuff from the batter's box. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that I can attribute a lot of their slow start directly to the pitch clock. And so while, yeah, it's good for me, it's going to take a while for these guys to get used to it. And I do think they'll adjust. They're as good as they are for a reason, not just because they can control the batter's box. But that was a huge part yeah. of especially Soto's game, like the Soto <laughs> shuffle, the way he would smile at guys after a ball. Like yeah. the time to just process everything mentally is so much quicker now that it's it's tough. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Well, clock or no clock. That was a shot. Was it a shot? Dude, that thing was roasted. I love, we, I love how. <laughs> I love Dude, how I mean, I, we said. Uh, that was crazy. We can do play by play of it now. I just saw another replay of it. Uh, this dude, it was a yeah. hanger and a half, and he put it in the second deck at City Field. So that oh, Buckshow Walter four one right now. Buckshow Walter's pissed. Up your ass, Buck. Up <laughs> I your agree. Ass. Ever since you pulled that shit with Joe, Joe Musgrove, no kid. Moving a little bit closer thing. to home from from New York City. Yeah, where did Allie go? I don't know. She she bug out for a little bit. No worries. Maybe. I mean, no worries. Maybe she's mad at you. Uh, uh, what did I do? I mean, I've done oh. a lot. Yeah. Uh, I saw that Lamont Butler and Jaden Ladee have declared for the uh, the NBA draft, but left open the option to to come back for uh, for school. Yeah, I, would, I don't think I it's would... a big deal at all. I also I don't no, think it's, it's something that Aztec fans need to worry about. Um, no, I could see potentially. And it would be a reach for a team to maybe sign Jaden Ladee after the draft. Yes. Um, It would be in his best interest to come back. And I honestly believe that. And we know that Dutch is incredibly honest with these guys about it. 
Right. Like he's told guys, yeah, you should go to the NBA draft. You'll make a difference next year. And he'll also tell guys when he thinks it's a bad idea. And then it's up to them to listen. But I think what Lamont and Jaden are both doing is trying to get in front of scouts, trying to get in front of NBA trainers, trying to get in front of coaches um, to see what they need to do to improve for next season. So next year when they come back to the Aztecs, what's going to up their draft stock higher than it is right now? Because, again, I don't think either of them gets drafted in the NBA draft this year. It's too small of a sample size. Yeah. But next year, I could see a possibility where they both could. So if they're able to get better, maybe that happens. And this is a step to do that. Uh, Aztecs have done it in the past. Nathan Mensah did it last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt Mitchell did it one time. So this isn't a new thing. In fact, it's something I think that Dutch encourages and Velasquez encourages. And it ultimately is. It's what's best for the player. And if Dutch honestly thinks that they're better off declaring for the NBA draft and foregoing their eligibility, he'll tell them exactly what to do. I, I, I And this is coming from nobody who I don't have any sort of uh, trained basketball. I, I can tell you they're both not ready for the, the NBA. Jaden Ledee would be a little bit closer just because he's got almost an NBA body. But there are, so, there, there are some things within his game he has to work on. But I love the fact that you can go and get the honest opinion. And you also have a, a head coach in Dutch who, I mean, how many guys does he send on to the pros? So he knows exactly what he's talking about. And it's yeah. not coming. And he's and he's not the, he's not the type that is like, oh, no, 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 you're not ready because he's being selfish and and he wants them for another year. He truly will. Like you said, Ben, if they're ready, he'll say, go. Don't yeah. don't stay here and risk getting hurt or or you know, hurting your draw, your draft stock, your draft status. You only get one opportunity to make millions and millions of dollars based on how good you are at playing a game. Right. Right. And Dutch knows that. And he knows it's about not just the player, but also the player's family, also the player's community that he's from. Mm -hmm. And so Dutch will immediately tell them if he thinks that it's a good idea to go. And, or if he thinks if they come back for another year, they could potentially get a bigger signing bonus because they go earlier in the draft. And it's a good opportunity for them to go get some honest evaluation and critiquing and know what okay i'm not going to do it now i'm going to go back to college and work on those things i mean they're mm-hmm. going to hear what what was great and what you know where they were lacking and why they may or may not have been drafted so i think um you know, there's no harm in it since they can go back yeah no, i agree it's a great rule and i think all three of us are in agreement they will uh they will definitely be back, and and will they have the same kind of run that they had this year? I'm not sure, but uh, it'll be fun to watch them play at least a uh, another. Well, they year. took a pretty big step today in getting back there. I'm gonna see his name so I make sure I get it right. But oh, the, they uh, just the signed a kid from USC who was the Pac-12 Sixth Player of the Year. His name is Dixon or Reese Dixon Waters. This kid is six foot five, two hundred and ten pounds was an excellent scoring option from a bunch of different levels. I mean, what's the one thing we're going to say about Aztecs? He needs to learn how to play the Aztecs defense. Mm-hmm. But my God, you just got an athlete and a half to add to next year's team. Mm-hmm. And don't you think that Dutch and that staff yeah. probably <laughs> have from how many um, – would want? Did I break up up again? <laughs> I hate this. I hate this yeah, podcast. You really are the love. <laughs> you hate this podcast. Is that what you just Can you hear my voice? That. 
at least. Asshole. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> can you can you hear my voice? Yeah, we yes, can. No. You're back. <laughs> we got to figure this out, man. Okay. <laughs> no, you know what? Your cable provider needs to come back. Come out there. I know. Peter Salas said I'm gonna have him over because he was gonna help me out and just. Every time we podcast, I was just going to run a long uh, Ethernet cable. So or that's just what go I sit right next to your version of this. That's what I did. That's what I did last time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Big blue Lou. Never or, change. Or Sorry. tell Topher hey, his room in the podcast room. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should go try it out there. Here, while your Internet's working, tell us all about McGregor's. So happy that they come on as our title sponsor. As I mentioned, I was there last night with my beautiful wife. Fish and chips, fish tacos, great selection of food, great beach and drinks. And games are always on. TVs everywhere. Tons of great uh, seats, great tables to sit. And Ian and his family and the whole family down there uh, at McGregor's steps away from Snapdragon Stadium. So easy to get to off of the, uh, the 15 and down by the Mission so get down to McGregor's, take advantage of the great hospitality, the great drink specials, and the food is out of this world. All right, I'm going to move that? again. A little snappy on Saturday night. Oh, how oh, was that? Uh, yeah, how was Honestly, it? Honestly, it was I, – I'd never been a part of something like that before. Uh, Jim Russell and I did a, like, two-hour pre-show for that. We were inside Snapdragon Stadium, inside the gates, and we had a little tent set up and everything. And we had people coming over and jumping on with us. And then it really led right up to John Schaefer, who was emceeing the damn thing, looking flashy as hell in a suit. And mm -hmm. it was a pretty tremendous event. Like, the amount of San Diegans, I was kind of stunned by how many people showed up, honestly. I so glad right. to hear that. Because if you so look at Snapdragon Stadium, you know, obviously the club side that were the nice seats like where Costa sits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was the opposite side of the stadium was full. The entire lower bowl and then a good majority of the upper bowl as well. Uh, and so uh, they said twenty five thousand tickets were claimed to this thing. I'll bet like honest estimate, if it wasn't ten thousand, it was nine. Like it was in that range of people. And everyone who was there was having a, just a blast. The roars that were coming out of that place every time someone new got up to the microphone was really, really special. That must have made those players feel awesome. Yeah, it had. I mean, I can't even imagine. When they were walking in, they got the red carpet treatment from all the way down in the parking lot up yeah, into yeah. Snapdragon Stadium. Yeah. And so they were high-fiving people who were up on the stands above as they were coming in. It was just, it was really, really cool. I love that. That was the perfect thing to do. Mm -hmm. Perfect thing to do. I'm so glad that the parade thing got dropped and that it got, you know, reimagined into that. It was far more appropriate. And I think the players probably had a better time. And, and, I, and I love that people actually came out. That's just awesome. If I'm being completely honest, I don't think that the parade was ever an option for San Diego State. Right. I right. think that the parade was something that was being pushed by other people in some the city who, some dick some dickhead who's the mayor of san diego there you go i didn't say it costa Thank said you. it the guy with the shitty internet is the, the one who's it. talking shit <laughs> i have a good relationship with the mayor dude God. that's your problem not mine <laughs> uh, no i allison i agree with you that was the perfect way to do it 
and I'm so happy there was as many people as there were. And when I saw the pictures of the red carpet, I was going, that is perfect. Yeah. For those guys. The for scarlet the carpet. And let's Excuse be real. Me. It's not like they went to the Elite Eight. I mean, these guys went to the final, final game. Like, they deserved that. They didn't lose a game in March. Right. They did not lose a single game in March, which is unheard of, (laughs) unfathomable that they were able to do that as the team that started the season. Yeah. It was was amazing to see. How much of you could have seen? How much of them? Wait, can I? Quick, funny story. Go. So this morning at, you know, 4.30 is when I leave the house. And so I get to the right. station about 4.40 or so. I live pretty close. I'm doing all the prep for the show, getting on the rundown. Travis shows up. We're kind of working on some things. We're like, oh, I wonder where Rich is. He, he's usually here by now. We get the text at 5.52, eight minutes before we go on air. Richie had the Hershey squirts. Probably because the way you guys eat. We hadn't even done next level fat guy stuff yet. That was today. Well, yeah, but he probably has, I don't know, parasite in his stomach. I think he was like legitimately (laughs) sick. And Travis and I spent the first hour and a half of the show just making fun of him the whole time. And then he like let us know what was actually wrong with him. It sounds like he was having like the worst night of his life into the morning. He was trying so hard to get to the show and he just couldn't get off the toilet. Did he have like food poisoning or something or a, a meat? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was couldn't stop pooping. <laughs> it happens. Believe me, it happens. Well, there was that one morning where I showed up to work, Kasi. You remember you were just on the couch in the production studio, like, I can't fucking move. <laughs> it's, those, it's that time, Allison, you know what this is like. <laughs> like like you and then you no. get up and you start walking out of the bathroom and it's like oh my god oh no and you, and you go running back in you know Allison no no I don't <laughs> it's definitely I think it has not happened to me <laughs> I know it doesn't that's, that's I'm honestly why surprised it, because... it doesn't happen more though like because you think about it, like morning radio there's no substitute like you can't call out and have someone there first thing in the morning you know oh yeah, you so... 3 30 and say in at 4 30 right there's no one awake uh-huh. I got the gurgles well good thing he has two co-hosts yeah, we, we took it by We literally just for the first hour and a half of the show, we're just making fun of him. And I think at one point I was like, what if he's in the hospital? <laughs> like, how much of uh, how much of the Masters did you guys watch? A ton. Pretty much every second. I didn't watch as much of it as I normally do. Uh, well, I would have on Saturday. I actually went, I was in the Bay Area and actually went to a Masters party. I think I told you guys about it. Um, mm-hmm. But the play was suspended. <laughs> So there was no Masters watching. So the funniest Masters story I have from this year is uh, Gary McCord and Peter Costas were going to do a YouTube live stream during the Masters. Kind of like what we do where they're not doing play-by-play of it. It's just on in the background. Uh-huh. And now as soon as they went live, Masters suspended play on Saturday. Yeah. And so the Master Gods are looking at Gary McCord being like, we will not let you ever broadcast at Augusta ever again. The, the- uh- Master's party was fun itself, but um, was the food good and stuff? 
Yeah, they they did such a great job. It was really cute. They had like little green flags and all the food. They had uh, she'd gotten a master's flag that was hanging. They had green and yellow everything, and it it, it was cute. It was really well well done. And how fun. stoked is the PGA Tour fun that people. Brooks Kepka didn't win it? I'm sure they're very thrilled. The I'm PGA thrilled. Tour was not ready for a live golfer to win that tournament. No. Oh. You know, it was funny. I don't know that a lot of people understand. Like, I didn't know this until, and you would think I was something I would know, but I, I didn't until I was there and talking to um, my niece's boyfriend about that. And because uh, I didn't understand how a live golfer could play in it. I didn't realize, I, I forgot that the Masters is not a PGA event. Correct. Um, and also, so if they've won or if they've, you know, finished, if they're ranked in certain whatever then they can play in it but i didn't realize all that so if anybody else is wondering how they were able to yeah it's a completely different governing body in fact right. augusta is even different it's not even the usga that's who throws the us open which also isn't pga so live golfers should be able to play in that too if they would like to right um it is they got to figure out the world golf ranking though because pretty soon there's going to be no live players left who can play in the masters except for those who had won a masters because a lot of it is within two year or five year exemptions so before long here it's like you're not gonna yeah. see any of them there right outside of like dustin and um it, phil i was really glad that that um well, they didn't win and did phil i don't even know where phil ended up i knew he was in second. second on sunday was he second he finished tied second with brooks place. for second crazy yeah. Crazy. It was, I'm glad I, Rom won. I'm, I'm a big so John Rom fan. Yeah, I like him too. Because mm -hmm. he, you know, he's he's so loyal to the he's loyal to PGA, and he's mm -hmm. you know he knows where his bread buttered, and he's and he loves San Diego, and he loves San Diego. He probably likes San Diego more than Phil does. He does. Didn't he get engaged oh. here? And that's he did. What he finds. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and you know, Phil. Phil has just become just persona non grata mm -hmm. he, you know and and when you guys tell that story of him at the champions dinner just eating by himself <laughs> in the yeah. uh in the corner but it's it's such a great story for spain and and you know he was such a uh fan of uh semi Ballesteros, who was a god in in spain just like uh maria and, and and sergio but that's that's really and, and just a great He's, you know what he is? He's a great ambassador for for golf. Yeah. Because he has a very yeah. fuck you attitude, which is like my favorite part about him. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Because he was like born with the club foot, you know, and he's like, well, fuck you. I could still play golf. He yeah. has all yeah. these issues where he literally, the way he stands, one foot is shorter than the other, or one leg is shorter than the other. It's like, yeah, ah, fuck you. I could still play golf. Uh -huh. And then he just goes out and he wins. What did, what, did, um, I know that plane was suspended on sad a saturday but how bad, bad started limping towards the Dude, uh you, oh my God. did you hear what so happened so no bad. the screw that's in his ankle started poking through his skin oh ay 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 no wonder he could barely walk so yeah whatever surgery he had and people think that it got knocked loose on day 1 um, when he had the right foot was in the bunker and the left foot was out and he took a big yeah. hack and then immediately started bouncing on his left. People think oh that it God. got popped out of place then. And then by the time Saturday came around, it was literally oh. poking out of his skin. I have a plate and six screws in my ankle. I 
could not imagine if one of them ever came loose. I cannot. Oh, the thought of that. Now I'm looking at it. Thinking, Please he, don't ever come loose. Is he done? Well, I think he just withdrew from whatever the next tournament he was going to be playing in, which I think was the players. I'm not sure. But, oh. I mean, it, it may be a Freddie Couples situation where you see him at the Masters and that's it. Right. Freddie Couples did well. Yeah, he did. Really he well. Looks, God, he's like 63. He looks good. Well, I think he, he might be older than that. Like, no, he, he knows. I looked, he, I looked him up. I Googled him. <laughs> oh, really? But yeah, he just he knows that course so well. It's just he kind of pokes it out there 200 yards and then goes up and right. pokes it out there another 150. Mm-hmm. No, he knows it's, all the greens. Ben, you you will you both know how much I love that tournament, and I hate that uh, when the when the winner or whoever is walking up eighteen, you know that it's almost over, and yeah. it's just like oh, we got to wait another freaking year. God dang it! It's Did like the second the NFL season starts, and you're like, God damn it! Only seventeen more weeks. Did exactly. You guys to hear the minor league baseball broadcaster who did the whole like a whole play to the masters music oh my god if you haven't looked i thought that it was you haven't seen it i thought that was like edited in after that was actually during a broadcast i I, was my understanding that was during a broadcast and it is hilarious the way it's awesome that was an exquisite hit (laughs) and the music is like playing in the background it's the funniest thing I've ever listened to. I was dying listening to that. The, so every funny. every show Costa and I did together on the first day of April, that was how the show opened. Was and then he, hello Always. friends, hello friends. Yeah. A tradition like any other, the Masters on CBS. No, it's uh, it's always sad when it, it leaves, and it's always so much. It's so much fun, and there's so much great anticipation when it, it uh, when it rolls around um, again. Um, quickly, NFL notes. Uh, Ali Odell signed with the Ravens. Yes, he did. Uh, and they overpaid the fuck out of him. Isn't it like he can he can maybe play three years for eighteen million? Uh, it's like it one was year, but one year, fourteen guaranteed. Right. Oh my! Fourteen God. guaranteed, up to seventeen with incentives. And this was uh, I'm blanking on the general manager's name. Is it DaCosta? Something. I don't know gonna blank but this is please lamar play for us and don't hold out <laughs> oh no kidding hey, and then are, the are, are, are gonna are win either of you nice that's a change um a change. what about nba we got the play we, i'm just kidding we got the playing games tonight yeah i i, I here here is one i i'm going to be so honest with you right now i have not watched <laughs> I have not watched one second of NBA. <laughs> Megan's laughing because it was Shirley who just was like, Arr! I have watched I one second NBA basketball this year. Is that terrible? The, no. no. Tonight's going to be the first time I watch a full game, which just started, so I'm not even going to watch the full game. NBA sucks, dude. It's so fucking stupid. You know, I was watching, it I, I had a game on after March Madness ended. And watching those guys trudge up and down the court, they're so slow. I like. I'd much rather watch college, or at least they're racing up and down the court. These guys are just—they look like they're just—I don't know—drudging and dragging their feet. And oh, it's just boring. I just do not find it very entertaining. 
I let out a big fat rant on this on Monday morning. I don't know if I need to go through it all again, but like as I started it, it just got me more and more angry at the NBA because of how good college was this year. And I got so entrenched in college basketball this year, not just watching the Aztecs. And yeah, it helps that they made such a deep run, but like college basketball as a whole was phenomenal this year. And then you watch an NBA game and you realize that half the people on the court are guaranteed making $40 million this year. And half the players on the court don't play every other game. Yeah. Right. It's just, it pisses me off, dude. There's no competitive advantage in any, any sort of way in the NBA. The players have way too much power. And by the way, this is the NFL player association. I hope they get less power next time the contract situation or the bargaining agreement comes up because players, the more power they get, the less competitive the league is going to be because people are inherently lazy. It's just, it's, 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 it's a snooze fest for sure. It is. Uh, and, and even, you know, when the playoffs come, you're like, eh, okay, well, the playoffs go on for like eight months. And, and so yes, they do. They, it, they start in April and they end on in the summer Day weekend. More yeah. than half, more than half of the NBA is in the playoffs. Yeah. Ugh. Is there right, anything else like, that needs to be said? And oh, then you get, boy. it's like, oh my God, you want a championship. That's awesome. Oh, by the way, training camp starts tomorrow. Yeah. Casa, what's the best part about the NFL? It's a finite, a finite number of games. Every That's single it. game is so Every crucially important. Crucial. Like, think right. about how much, how much the Padres have already played this season. What they've been going like a week and a half. How much? It's still not equal to one NFL game. They haven't played a sixteenth of their season yet. Yeah. Like no. that's how important every single second of the NFL season is. The right. NBA regular season, none of it means anything because right. you oh. could be under 500 and you can make this play in tournament. Well, it's and, so and then you stupid. think baseball and hockey. I mean, all the, you know, the big four, the NFL is the only one that, that is that way. Yeah. Padres think, win. Josh Hader gets the save. Yeah. Xander I Bogarts blasted the titties off a of ball. Love it. <laughs> I think the NBA is in, in trouble because they had the ratings that came out uh, when the when the women were having their final four, mm-hmm. and women's final four games beat NBA games. Mm-hmm. The women, so, the women were exciting. This oh year. my god, dude! That was the final four of that tournament was phenomenal. Watching yeah. Caitlin Clark do her stuff, and then that Angel Reese chick. Yeah, yeah. It was. I thought it was awesome. But uh, Costa, that stat was a classic ESPN misrepresentation. The women's final four, oh, which was on ESPN, wasn't? outdid every basketball game oh. that was on ESPN that year. Every NBA game that was on ESPN. The oh, biggest NBA games ESPN. aren't on ESPN. Okay. <laughs> They're on TNT or oh, elsewhere. Sorry. So it's just ESPN okay. grabbed you with a headline. Dude, it got me too. I went on air the next day and said that. And that was part of my fuel to be like, the NBA sucks. <laughs> it didn't Retraction. work. Retraction. Retraction. Yeah. You gotta you gotta read the fine print sometimes. Always. All right, listen, uh Bam Slam fam, that is gonna do it for this episode of the Bam Slam podcast. As always, we love you. We thank you for being along for the ride, and we cannot thank enough Ian and the whole family at McGregor's for being our title sponsor. And last but not least, you brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces, what you do, what you've done for us. See y'all Thursday. Love you, Bam Slam fam. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.